0: On Friday, I had a wedding at St. Raymond's in Mount Prospect. And it was a very beautiful wedding. It was uh, by Brannon Simmons, whose mother used to teach here at St. Joe's, and a young lady, redheaded lady, called Erin Murphy. Very appropriate name and very appropriate look as well. Um, I uh, used one of the lines from my sermon today because I'd been reading about it. And I tried to explain it to them, but uh, I don't think I had much success. It wasn't a good line for a wedding, Uh, but hopefully it might make more sense to you this morning. The reading that we just had to listen to, the gospel in particular, has a very specific term, and the specific term of the gospel is origin mythology. It's a fancy word, origin, mythology. So it's a literary form and a theological category, and it has to do with with the events surrounding the birth of the child or maybe a new child to the Emperor Caesar. There would have been this kind of origin mythology would have been created around that child. So it is about the events surrounding the birth of the child and are foretold his future destiny. So they're speaking about the events that happened, like the epiphany, and it's foretelling something that the child is going to encounter later in his life. And and all of the, the infancy narratives really are works of origin mythology. So what it's talking about in particular today is about the future, rejection, and acceptance of the child Jesus, and this is foreshadowed at his birth. Other images come into play. The star represents heaven, represents God, and the child represents earth and represents humanity. So when these two align, uh, it is communicating that what is happening is in accord with God's will. We have something similar when Jesus is baptized in the River Jordan, the heavens open and a voice speaks, this is my beloved son. Heaven and earth are connected at these in these very special moments or we become aware of them in these special moments, that what is happening is, is aligned with God and is part of God's plans for us. So when all of this happens, we have Herod in the background and the religious leaders that it gathers around them. This is where we see the rejection. And it does not lead to celebration, but it leads to fear. The grown child will be a threat to their position and their power. And they will be rebuked and replaced. And their response to the birth of the Messiah is one of hypocrisy, secrecy, and evil doing. So what Herod tried to reject, what Herod rejected and tried to murder, we see a different response in the Magi, represented by these statues at the front of the altar. And they are the ones who represent all those who accept Jesus Christ and God's plan for humanity as well. So what Epiphany celebrates is the manifestation of the Messiah to the Gentiles. And the Gentiles are, are not, it's, it's not a narrow word. It's an all-encompassing word. It, it, it represents people who come from different places, different situations, different, completely, you know, there's, there's nobody who is not a Gentile as far as God is concerned. And that is where God wants to invite everybody into relationship with him. They get the message, these guys get the message. And we know that they get the message by the gifts that they offer. One of the gifts offered is hum- is gold, and that re- represents humanity. They see in the child something about his humanity that is the fullness of God. In frankincense represents his divinity. So they can see already that in the child, there is the fullness of humanity and the fullness of divinity, and also the mirror, which represents the the redemptive death of Jesus. So they see all of this in in their understanding of, of what is happening. And that is why they're able to offer these gifts. So this is the line I used at the wedding, and it says, love must find an echo in the one who hears it, if it is to be recognized. So I was given the example of a young man giving his girlfriend an engagement ring. So there is the giving of that engagement ring, but it must find an echo in the young lady that is receiving it. She must know of this love. She must know of the person giving. It is is one person giving themselves completely into the other person through the, through the symbol of a gift. And that is what is beautiful about the three wise men, the Magi. They recognize something in the child Jesus that is already active and part of their life. And that is an important point we must remember, that how God is active and God was active in their life, before they even met the child. And that is God is always the God who won't let go. We can never go to God, it is only God who comes to us and they are responding to a God who is revealing himself to them. And that is why they began the journey. And that is why they followed the star. And that is why when they found the child, they were able to offer gifts because the one they knew partially, the one that they were touched by, the father touched them to recognize the child in, in the child Jesus. So it is, uh, they were people who are heart who was really listening, really wanting, and really seeking God. And that is uh, what they represent um, are all of us. All of us who are touched by God in some way that God is constantly a God who doesn't let go of us, a God who is constantly reaching out to us, a God who's putting a longing in us to look for the star, a God who wants us to find Jesus Christ, alive and active in an intimacy and in a friendship in our lives, not something that is just a teaching, not something that is just an idea, but to find a person who desires friendship and intimacy in each one of us. But it doesn't stop there, because the very purpose of Christ is like a bridge to the Father. Because ultimately, what God, what Jesus wants, and what God wants, and what God wants is ultimately, is that Jesus, as our friend, and a relationship that is intimate, Will lead us into the same relationship with the Father that Jesus has Himself, and this is something that is very profound, and it is something that has been offered to each one of us. We will know if we are on the right path. If we, like these men here, are able to offer gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, to see God in the human to see the divine in the human and in, in the mixture of the both of, both of them, to see humanity, to see divinity, and to see Christ dying on the cross as all part of our lives as well. So we will know that if we are a friend of Jesus and that we are on the journey to be coming into, to having the same relationship with, with, with Jesus, with God the Father that Jesus had, if we ourselves are enthused, are enriched, are encouraged to keep looking for the star so that we can find the child Jesus in our lives as well.